Hello gamers and welcome to Budget Arcade, a free-to-play gaming podcast to help you navigate through the growing realm of free-to-play games. I'm Scott. I'm Cody. I'm Elliot. And welcome to episode number 12. Just to recap, we play a free-to-play game for a week and then we review it. Cody, what's this week's game? This week's game is Paladins Champions of the Realm. It is uh, produced by hi The developers are Evil Mojo Games. It is a... Uh, it's a... A first-person shooter type game. A hero uh, shooter. More objective-based. Hey, that's, that's closer. Hero shooter, first-person. Very similar to Overwatch, which I'm sure we will get to in a little bit, especially for me. So um, with that, let's uh, let's get into the gameplay. Like most first-person shooters, this says, you know, Elmas, just like any other first-person shooter. Very big difference about this game that you're not going to find in any other first-person shooter is the fact that you can customize the loadouts of each of your champions. Um, and they do this with a card system. So depending on which champion you have, there's different card sets that you can augment your abilities, your firing abilities, your secondary fires, and your other abilities that you have. Paladins is more like a magic-based first-person shooter in a way. I would compare it as a mix between Overwatch, where every character has different abilities, on top of dynamics of Smite, where you have items and everything. Uh, where you can customize you, your hero more. So yeah, every character has its own abilities. So you may have healing abilities, uh, and each he- healing ability is different. Um, you have movement abilities, damage abilities, and then on top of that, you also have the loadout, as Scott was talking about, where you can increase, for every hero, you can decrease a certain cooldown. You can You can do more damage with certain abilities. You can heal more with certain abilities. It gives them a lot more variability than uh, than Overwatch. Yeah, I was going to say League of Legends. I'm not a very knowledgeable of Smite. I know they're very interchangeable, but League of Legends four four. You know, you play four roles, four roles in Paladins. There's a the buy system just like in League. You know, it's very similar to that for me at least. But it's also very similar to Overwatch. I think I to me I I thought Overwatch League of Legends, but Smite's probably just as interchangeable. League of Legends is a good, a good analogy just because of the, uh, well, I would say buying aspect, but you actually do the loadouts before you get yeah. into the game itself. Um, and that's that's one thing I kind of didn't like because I don't really know how you get the cards <laughs> and you have to like level up the cards. You, that's same I problem. Like, I had uh, the same problem. See, Elliot agrees with me. Well, Scott, what say you? So the cards... Okay, now, when the game first hit the scenes, the cards you actually had to get through chests. They changed that to where the cards you actually have now... You just have to go under the character's uh, sheet, go to the card sec- the loadout section, and then you build your loadouts based on those cards. You take each card, and then you can add levels to that card up to, I believe, 15 is the max for all five cards that you're able to pick. Yeah, I think that's right. And then also, as you level each character up, you can you actually gain access to like a secondary card system where it augments your usually your primary fire so for example um one of my characters that i like to play as is uh saris saris is a healer by nature but you can customize her in such a way that she's more like a flank so she's got different abilities one of her abilities is she fires her orbs through and that's her primary fire and each orb when it hits an enemy target will mark that target so to speak you can have up to five marks and then her secondary ability is you, it's called Soul Crush. And when you activate that, it steals health and damages your your opponents that are marked. But it steals the health and re-heals you and all that. But there's different abilities like the secondary cards where it will, it'll heal you for more. Or you can have like a... The secondary card where it, it does more healing to your party members, um, but just the different cards. Well, one of the things I found frustrating, too, was, like, the lack of tutorial. Uh, I even Googled, like, trying to find the tutorial, and they had one, um, but it was so outdated that they didn't even bother to put it in the Switch, which is what I was playing from. Uh, I had played this before when it first came out on PlayStation. Maybe I maybe put in an hour into it. Before I was like, this is just a poor man's Overwatch, and just opted out. 
Elliot, I could not agree with you more on that. Anyway, yeah, I played this game when it first came out. I had a, a friend of mine get me into Overwatch when it first came out. And uh, we kind of tapered off of Overwatch, and I got back into it later. But besides the fact, when I stopped playing Overwatch, my buddy tried to get me into Paladins. And, you know, I, I put hmm, probably... 40, 50 hours into it, but I mean, it's still just, it's, <laughs> uh, we, we, we've touched on this in the Smite, it's made by the same company, Hi res the UI is just as bad as Smite is. Yeah, we I was playing on the Switch that. and I thought the same thing. The, the UI is just so bad, like, it's, it's very convoluted where you have to go, like, alright, if you want to jump into a game and go, that's fine, there's a big thing that says play, then it breaks down into quick match um, and ranked, and you can pick the different type of ranked matches you want to play. But it, other than that, like if you want to find a skin or you want to, like if you unlock something oh. and you want to open it, open a chest yeah. or something, it's very convoluted on how you get to it. The 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 the, the menu is just not very user friendly. You got to go totally through several agree. menus and, and guess where you're going. And hope to God you can find it. See, I found it less, or actually more user-friendly than Smite was, to be honest with you. Um, but maybe that's because I've been playing since it was in early beta. I, I don't have a problem navigating the UI of this as I have in some of the other games that we've played. Oh yeah, and like I said, I played this when it first came out. And early on, this game was very simplistic, but... Like I said, I, I put this game down for a long, long time, and just for this week, I picked the game back up. But going back into it, and there's all these different heroes added to it, and all the different mechanics added to it as far as like how you unlock skins and stuff, it's very reminiscent of Smite uh, with the... I, I don't know, it, there's there's still loot boxes. Is that how you get the... I never, I never actually bought anything. Is that how you get the skins, I'm guessing? Yeah, the loot boxes are how you get skins. The skins outright. Um, some of them you can purchase outright. Some of them are, you know, you just, you can do it through gold that you've earned. But most of them are, you purchase the uh, chest and then get the loot box open. And then it comes out with, uh, if you're lucky enough to get a, uh, a skin. The, uh, the box system, I don't like that aspect because Jeff did a, a little, uh, little segue on loot boxes and... The F was it the FCC that cracked down on it, saying that it was FTC gambling. Uh, federal Federal FTC. Trade Commission. Yeah, so they cracked down on it, saying you know it's gambling. Well, in games like Overwatch, I, I don't consider it as much gambling because you can straight up buy all the skins that you want. Um, yeah. Straight up, yeah, you, know, you can earn the credits by playing the game, um, and once you start getting dupes and all that stuff, you start earning credits, and just by playing the game, you can get all these. However, in Paladins, the same thing occurs where you can still earn the currency, but you still have to purchase the loot boxes or the, the chest. And then once you open the chest, it's a gamble system. So you can spend real world money. You know, you can't just go in and say, okay, I want this skin. You can't just go in and buy it. You have to open the chest to try to get the one that you want, which is a, a big, big, like, knockout for me. Like, that, 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 that's I... something that bothers me. I really wish they would give percentages of getting skins or items. That would really solve a lot of problems with me with the, with those kinds of things. If they would just provide what the odds are of you getting this skin, you know. But then that does make it seem like more gambling, I think. So, I don't know. And see, it's just the, the, the aspect of, like, games. I, I, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm going to be referencing Overwatch a lot in this. But even games like It's hard not they, to. Yeah, well, they're essentially the same game, especially early game. They were very, very similar. Um, so Overwatch, you see a skin you want. There's there's a couple of them that you can only get from, like, if you go to BlizzCon or something like that, but those are few and far between. When a new update drops or a new event drops, you want to get that skin, go in, you can spend the money on it, and you can buy the exact skin you want. Or you can drop the loot boxes and hope that you get it. You got you have both options there. In a game like this, you can just buy the boxes and then hope that your skin drops. And I, I don't enjoy that. I had the same... I, I think I complained about the same thing in uh, Smite. Well, my issue with it is this. You know, I'm 
playing the game to enjoy the game. I'm not worried about what skin I have. You know, it's it's there's too much emphasis nowadays on, you know, oh, what they look like and how, how, how your character looks instead of actually worrying about what the gameplay is and how you're actually playing the game. It's getting to the point where it's a little bit frustrating with these, uh, these uh, pay-to-bedazzle games where people are just all about the skin and not actually about playing the game. Oh, and I, I, I agree. I agree, yeah. I agree, but I'd much rather them bedazzle the hell out of whatever instead of messing up with gameplay. You know, pay to win to me is just a tragedy. You know, Star Wars Battlefront is like the perfect example of that. You know, you you want Vader, you can either pay just out your butt or you can play until you're, you know, 80. And I hate that. The nice thing about this game is it's not like that, you know, like say what you want about the bedazzling. At least this game is a relatively polished game, I think. So, yeah, let's let's talk I'm sorry, I'm, a little I'm bit going more on a about yeah. You're definitely going on a tangent, so let's actually talk about the physical gameplay for this. So you guys keep saying it's like Overwatch. It is very similar as far as, you know, you have a payload that you're trying to push to the other side of the uh, the map. The big difference, though, between this and Overwatch is Overwatch's payloads usually start on your side, and you have to push it to the opponent's side. When Paladins first came out, it had that game mode, but they changed it as a center point. You have to make it to the center point, hold the point until a certain percentage is reached that spawns the the payload, and then you push the payload to your opponent's side. Um, and you have to do that for a maximum of four points on either side. But it's um, so it's like there's that mode, and then you have the game mode to hold a specific position, and the uh, the team that holds the position the longest to a certain uh, amount of points wins that. And then there's a deathmatch, which most games like this have a deathmatch anyways. Um, and then Paladins also has offered up different scenarios in the past few updates that they've done. Um, they did one where you fought another team trying to make it all the way to the top of a pinnacle. Once you were there, you had to basically deathmatch the other team down to win that section. And then right now they've got a, it's it's like rifts that come up in this one map, and you have to hold the rift points, like a king of the hill basically, and each of the rifts will shift positions throughout the map, and you have to try and hold those points. So that's another gameplay aspect that they've added that, you know, it's Overwatch doesn't have those. I mean, the closest thing that Overwatch has is, you know, the deathmatch, and then they've got the payload push. But, I mean, it's other than that, it's there's not much similarities between the game. Well, I think some of the similarities, too, are the characters. You know, there's the dwarf guy who builds the turrets. There's the person that goes back in time, you know. Which, again, it, you can say that about League of Legends. You can say that about Smite. You can say that about, you know, Defense Against the Ancients, all that kind of stuff. Well, yeah, and, and I'll go ahead and say this right now. Everybody's going to say it. Paladins was in development before Overwatch was. I get that. But to me, Overwatch just feels like a much more complete game and much more well-polished game. I, I was actually talking to Scott about this yesterday where, like, I just did, like, I, I'm a huge Overwatch fan. I love the game of Overwatch. But, you know, it just, it, everything feels better in Overwatch. And I understand that it's made by a AAA title, but the hit markers and your health regenerating like everything about it just it seems off for some reason i don't know why um a, a good example was in overwatch when i first started playing i was a roadhog main if nobody knows roadhog has the ability to heal himself and he ha and the big thing is about him is he has a shotgun and a hook well that hook you can latch onto an enemy bring them into you and it pulls it separates them from their team let your team focus fire them. Well, in this game, I just felt like the, the hook, and Scott even mentioned that the hook was kind of awkward in it. And so I, I gravitated towards this character because I was like, awesome. This is what I played in Overwatch. I should pick up on this very quickly. And I just kept missing over and over again. The hit ridge just did not seem to match up with where I was aiming 
I had a big problem with that. You know, I had the exact opposite. I I played a lot of Overwatch. I haven't played in the last year, so I can only talk about older Overwatch. I was playing Overwatch on the PC, and I played this on the my Switch, and I had zero problem. And I don't know if my main issue was that I was playing against a lot of you know ten year olds that have Switches, um, but I was like clearing the field. I would play a healer. I would play a support class and just roll people. So I had, I don't know if just the hitboxes on the Switch are just that much bigger. Or, again, I was just, you know, kicking those 10-year-olds' butts real good. Actually, the... Uh, um, but I had no the problem Switch with that. and the <laughs> Xbox. <laughs> yeah, the Switch and the Xbox are actually cross Well, you think I have a Switch, dude? Okay. Well, maybe that was it, too. Um, so I, I'm really comfortable playing, like, first-person shooters with a mouse... Um, so I thought I would have a problem with this, but I had zero problem. I had zero problem on my pro controller. I had zero problem playing it in handheld mode. Like it didn't matter. I I was relatively successful at this game. I I even I would say I was winning like three out of four matches, no matter what. And, I'll, I'll and I know that, I'm not that good. <laughs> well, and I'll say that this this game suffers from the same thing that Overwatch suffers from, but more so, just for the simple fact in Overwatch, if you pick a character and something's not going right. You don't have the right team comp. They pick something that counters you. In Overwatch, you can pick a different character. You just have to go back to spawn. You can pick a different character, and you can try to rework the team comp on the fly, which is an aspect that I like. In this game, you're locked in to the the character that you pick. So it doesn't matter if you're doing well, you're doing bad. Guess what? You're just going to have to tough it out, uh, especially if you're really struggling. And this really reflects, because everybody knows in a game like this, a well-balanced team comp does much better than just like all damage, all flank, all whatever. If you pick a single class, you're going to struggle a lot more. But in this game, it, it, it just it magnifies that problem so much because everybody wants to play damage. They want to play flank. Nobody wants to play frontline. Nobody wants to play support. And if you don't get that in your team comp, or you get people like me where they haven't picked this game up in a long time, and it's like, okay, well, let's try this character because I think he puts out the most healing. You don't know what's going to happen. You know, you may not, you the, the character might not fit your play style. And that's going to be a huge issue, especially when you start getting, it's like, oh, God, I, I really made a mistake. I'm not good with this character. Well, guess what? You're going to have to, you're going to have to take this L and you're going to have to move on. Yeah, I do agree with you on that. That is a big problem in this game. And it is a huge problem with people not wanting to pick other classes to, you know, facilitate the team. It's actually really bad in the competitive section of the game. Uh, there's been so many times that I will... I will actively pick the front line because nobody else will pick it. But, I mean, I got really good with a couple of the front lines because of this. But it's just like, you know, it's what I'm stuck playing most of the time in competitive because people refuse to play anything other than the damaged people or the uh, the flank people. It's, it's really ridiculous within the community that these people will not play what they are, what they should be playing to further the game along. Yeah, I think that's a problem. What you have in this kind of genre of game to begin with, this game, this game is a blast with friends and only okay by yourself. You know what I mean? Like you have a lot more fun when you're playing with friends than when you're playing solo. Which you can say about all of these kind of. Smite, Overwatch, League of Legends, Fortnite, you know. Yeah, I, de I definitely yeah, agree. I agree with that. I'm, yeah, because, and that might have been the issue that I had with it, because, again, I played with two or three people when the game, when I played this year, when the game first came out years ago, you know, I, I had, you know, it was okay. It wasn't great, but, you know, I, I did enjoy playing it. But when the episode came out, you know, I had been very very busy this this past week uh with school and i haven't been able to stay up late and get up with scott or i haven't been able to get up with elliot and try to play this game with them and so i jump in solo i'm like okay let's roll with this and every i think like seven out of ten times we would get just like all damage no front line 
maybe a supporter, maybe a supporter for Lucky, and that's usually because I picked them, and we, we would have to go in with that, and then, or everybody would pick, oh god, we had a game, I tried to play today, everybody, in, I picked a sniper class, because I was like, okay, I'm, I'm tired of playing frontline, I'm tired of playing support, let me try a damage character, somebody that I, that I played early on, alright, let's pick a sniper, well, everybody else in the group picked a sniper, so nobody could get on the point, and we got rolled. I mean, it was so bad that we couldn't even get out of our spawn. It, it was bad. <laughs> yeah, the games I had that did not go well did not go well by far. Like, you just stomped. But again, if you're playing with friends, I don't mind losing if I'm playing with friends and having fun. If I'm losing by myself, I, I get frustrated pretty quickly and get over it. Well, it's just one of those things where you're you're trying to, you know, if you're playing with friends, it, it really minimizes that effect because, you know, you're able yeah. to BS with your buddies, you're able to have a good time, and you're like, I, you know, Very true. I, you, you just, you did, you got rolled on that one, but when you're playing by yourself and you're trying to actually, like, play legit and you're trying to play super hard and trying to win the match, it just, it, when you get rolled like that, it's just not a good time, and I felt like the games were either you get rolled or you roll the other team. There's no in-between. Yeah, least, maybe I was just rolling you a lot, you know? And that might have been it. You might have been on the other maybe team. Maybe that's like... Yeah. Butt. <laughs> like I said, I, I mean, I was playing um, early evening, late night, and I had a lot of fun. I I didn't have a lot of teams that were all frontline or um, damage. I had a lot of really well-balanced teams. Like, maybe I just got lucky in my in my queue times, but... Man, lucky you. <laughs> yeah, you got to play with me more, man. I invited you, but you ignored me. You said, "Oh, I got." <laughs> I go, had to go we're, watch Pokemon. We're gonna go watch this. Uh, we're gonna watch a movie. Detective Pikachu had to solve that mystery, man, and oh, he solved it. Good? Let me tell you, he solved the hell out of that mystery. <laughs> yeah, I liked it. It was a. What? If you like Pokemon, you'll like it. Well, I, I feel like the uh, the mystery was not solved by any of our teammates. So, uh, <laughs> and and I admit that I'm not the. Um, uh, again, I came in this like there's a lot of new heroes. I don't know what they do, and I, yeah, forty one. There's forty one characters, yeah. and luckily and this like, this past weekend they had all the characters unlocked for their yeah. That was really yeah, cool so too. So everybody was un- unlocked, so you could actually play it this weekend without having to worry about unlocking any characters. Yeah, you did a you picked a good week for this game. Totally by us. accident, but I, I was glad that it happened that way. <laughs> I was gonna say he planned it. He planned it. Take your credit. Take your. I was trying oh, to give him yeah, credit. Yeah. You I, see I what totally, he does? I totally He's planned so that. Yeah. He's so humble. Uh, I'm gonna edit it so it sounds like I totally planned it because I'm awesome like that. Yeah. No, you're not. You didn't edit out me burping in the last one and then saying dropping f bombs hit left and right. So I know you're not gonna edit that out. <laughs> hey, hey, I beeped those f bombs, so we're good. <laughs> he did he beep did. them. I did hear it. It, it I listen really to the funny. episodes, Cody. Don't worry. <laughs> I do too. All right. So, by the way, while we ha- we're on the subject, screw Jeff. No one likes him. He's always on my butt. I don't mind you, Jeff. I'm gonna be on your film soliloquy podcast. Get at me. Stop sucking up to him. Just talk crap about him. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Jeff sucked up to him last week too. Don't worry. Man, yeah, he I did. I was fantastic. <laughs> It was, oh, it was great. It was funny. <laughs> I replayed that for my wife twice. <laughs> All right. Jeff, Jeff actually talked to me, and he's like, oh, oh, yeah, Cody doesn't listen to these podcasts. I actually made a, I actually talked a bunch of crap about you. It's like, ah, he'll never listen to it. I immediately got in the Discord and was like, Jeff, just let you know, I see and hear everything. Uh, so which one of your friends told you to uh, listen to it? Oh, shut up. <laughs> no, I listened to it. I, w- I was sick. I, I had a... I, had, I was doing my senior design Monday. I got very sick Tuesday and Wednesday, and I went to work Thursday, and that's when I listened to it. And I promptly told Jeff to uh, to go do some expletive things to himself. Nice. All right, we're going to take a uh, short break so we can play a couple of ads from our uh, other podcasts within our network, the uh, Little Gray Boy Network, which actually Elliot is a part of as well. And we will be right back. Hi, I'm Alex Williams. Every week on My Wax Museum, I'm joined by someone else from my regular old everyday life. I get to hear these amazing experiences from people that I just know. The best part is, you know amazing people too. So listen to My Wax Museum and then spend five minutes daily listening to someone you know. 
you'll be amazed at the stories they have to tell. Hi, and welcome to a plug for the Media Obscura podcast. What? I know, you thought I was just going to start an episode, but this is a plug. weird. Yeah. Hi, everybody. This is not the podcast you thought you'd be listening to right now. It's a plug for a different one, but we'll we'll let you get to your show really soon, I promise. My name is Nick. This is my faithful co-host, Mike. Hey. He isn't allowed in the state of Utah for reasons that I can't even fully disclose. No, you can't. I just don't understand them, honestly. So anyway, on our show, we check out old and obscure retro movies... And we talk about them. Now, I know you're wondering, well, who are you to consider something obscure? You know, what what's obscure? Well, honestly, yeah. <laughs> it's an excuse for us to watch just the weirdest stuff we can get our hands on, as well as a couple of old classics, and then banter about it. So if that's your cup of tea and you want to check it out, give us a listen. Of course. And uh, here's, here's your show. And bye. Love you. Hey, Elliot, thanks for filling in for me last week and uh, actually bringing up the quality of this podcast. Appreciate that. Oh, I had a blast. Thank you. <laughs> Anytime. Yeah. I have. I'm gonna have to kill Scott to take his place so I can fill in for him next. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, that's that's true. The, tri- but, uh, the hat trick I, is what I'm going I, for. I, I'm pretty sure after next week, um, or after last week, I'm sorry, that uh, that I'm gonna get replaced very quickly. It's like, oh, he, everybody loved Elliot. Everybody hates Cody. <laughs> Let's just replace him. Uh, not in my house. So. All right. So let's uh, <laughs> let's talk about what paying gets you on this game. So this is a painted bedazzle, um, but they also have chests. There's so many chests. <laughs> yes, but they also have a basically like what they called a founders pack originally, and I think it's called a character pack now. Um, what it does is you pay, I believe it's like thirty bucks, and you unlock all the characters, the current characters, and any future characters. So that's one thing that you can get with paying. The other is their in-game currency, which is crystals, and you can use that to buy all of your stupid chests that will unlock whatever bedazzled crap you want. Well, maybe not what you want, but whatever crap that they give you. And they do that battle pass thing. Oh yes, battle pass. I don't. I don't want to get started talking about that. But the whole battle pass thing to me is just crazy. Honestly, too. though, it's just another way that they've designed to make just a crapload of bedazzle. Yeah, but I, I would say the battle pass is better than the loot boxes because then you don't have the issue sure. of oh they're trying to use they're trying gambling and all this crap. So I think I, I very true. I, very I would true. say that the. Um, the battle passes are going to be the norm, if anything, of the FCT oh, sure. uh, passes with the gambling and loot box bull. My problem with the battle passes is, of course, the coolest skins are, like, at the very farthest level to the battle pass. And that I hate that. I just hate seeing a cool skin that I know I'll never well, get. Well, honestly, if you're playing daily, you're going to get that with this game. Unlike Apex Legends, where their battle pass experience is, like, ridiculously... Oh, they messed up. Oh, yeah, yeah. they... Oh, my gosh. I Which is it. one of the few things they messed up, though. Like, most of Apex, man, they've been they've been almost batting a 1,000. They yeah. have very few misses but, with that game. Well, I mean, I it is EA, so oh, what do you yeah. expect? Yeah, that's true, but everybody knows that I absolutely love Apex Legends and I still do they screwed up with the Battle Pass and it's just it, it's too yeah. it, there's no challenges to try to up your uh, up your Battle Pass rank there's no nothing and you have to grind a ridiculous amount to get the items that they request well that's even like they're they talked about how you're guaranteed a super high quality item after so many loot chests it's insane and those items are just not not worth it they're just not they're not yeah, that great and, to me well and but i i do commend anybody that that gives out a battle pass if you buy the battle pass you know that you're gonna play this game a lot and you know i if, if you spend that much time in the game to fully develop the battle pass which i did a lot in fortnite the first couple of seasons i um, i did too actually it, it, i don't mind that like if it's reasonable and you know, you have the challenges to try to up it quicker, and you can move your way forward through it fairly easily. I don't mind that. So, I actually do like the battle pass system in this game. Um, I, I just wish that the chests were out of it, that you could actually just purchase. That, like, even if you had to, like, spend money to buy the skins that you wanted, I wish that that was implemented into this game. 
Um, also, they do a special event as well, and you can actually outright buy the skins of the special event. Um, there's different tiers of the event. Okay. And so, like, right now, I think they're doing, it's like the um, street gear, something like that, uh, special that they're doing. And there's uh, four different characters that you can just outright buy their skin for, like, I think it's, uh, I want to say it's, like, 400 of the crystals for each tier, but then if you get all four of them as, like, a, a, a oh, what's the word I want, uh, you know, when they're all together, a bundle, that's what I want. If you, yeah, if you get it as a bundle, then it's, like, a discounted price within the, uh, the crystals, but it's, you get, actually get to purchase those specific skins outright without having to worry about, you know, pulling them out of a chest. The nice thing, too, is, um, a lot of these skins that they do that with, they end up putting them into a chest later on that you have a chance to pull the skin if you weren't able to purchase it for the full price originally. Okay. okay. That's and, pretty legit. I'll give them yeah. that one. And, and that's what, that was going to be my next question. I was wondering if it was, since it was made by high res, if they were going to do the same thing as Smite where, you know, some of the skins, like some of the really cool skins passed. You're not. You're never able to buy them again because, well, you didn't play at the right time, or you didn't spend money at the right time. I was. I was wondering, but I actually like that. That's that's actually a, a pretty neat feature. Yeah. Another really cool feature about this game is if you watch the streams for this game on Mixer, you earn Mixer points, and if you connect your high res account to your game, um, you actually earn points within the game. And then you can buy stuff in the uh, mixer section of the store in the game. So I know currently, like, um, they've got a mixer skin for the character Khan. And once you reach 600 mixer points, you automatically unlock that. And then you can purchase any other of the skins that are in that store for the mixer points. Granted, it's kind of slow going getting the mixer points. You have to watch, like, I think it's... Uh, five points per hour that you watch it on mixer so i mean it takes a while to rack up the points but it's just another level of the game that where they actually will give you free skins as well okay yeah bad. i can too it's that's kind of like the, the overwatch thing where you can link it to your overwatch account if you watch the the pro league the overwatch league then yeah over time you can earn credits and like get some of the the cool pro skins that they have but it, it's just it's the same as that one it's just it's really slow to accumulate yeah now uh cody i know that you play apex a lot still um did, you ended up mm -hmm. purchasing battle pass correct i did okay as much as you play how far how many tiers did you get on the battle pass <laughs> uh as much as i played this game i'm probably only at like level four 40 out of like 110 120 okay i've gotten almost nowhere and i'm actually fairly decent i'm not the best but i'm fairly decent at the game now with me not purchasing the battle pass playing paladins for like a week straight and me playing you know fairly sporadically i got to like level 25 or 30 on their battle pass had i purchased the battle pass i would have had you know a lot more stuff from it but that's just yeah, I got to 21 this Yeah, week. and that just goes to show how much easier this battle pass is and what you can actually earn within the game compared to, like, Apex Legends. I do like, though, every time you level up, it's like, do you want to purchase the battle pass? And you have to move your cursor <laughs> over to tell yeah. it no. Like, it's already preset no. to yes, which no, I was I like, hmm. <laughs> yeah. Stop asking. Well, I mean, they're try they're trying to earn their money, so I mean, I don't. Sure. I, I can't. I can't. It's still funny it. though. It is. It is it's like, oh, you leveled up. You want all this other free stuff? Well, when you're like me, when you're only like level seven, eight into the battle pass, it's like, oh, you, you want to purchase this and earn the six items you you got? You you could have earned, huh? You want it? <laughs> no, no, I don't. All right, so uh, let's talk replayability on this game. I w I liked this game. I like this game a lot. I thought there were a lot of maps. I thought there were a lot of characters. You know, I only played four or five characters pretty regularly because I got comfortable with them. But um, I enjoyed this game. I I do think it's like a poor man's Overwatch, but I think it's only like a 
it's like a uh, Kmart poor man, not a Big Lots <laughs> poor man. I thought you were, I thought you were gonna say like a Target Target poor man's. No, it's not quite Target. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. Um, you know what? There actually is quite a re- quite a bit of replayability to this. So a game like Overwatch, you're gonna jump into the game. You can change your skins, but the abilities and everything that is dealing with the character is set in stone. You cannot change that whatsoever. Um, but with this game, you know, there is the loadout abilities and there's a lot of different aspects that you can change. Even when you start at the game, it's like, oh, there's these three abilities that you can change. It's like, uh, do you want do you want better healing? Do you want better damage? Or do you want better sustainability? Your choice. Um, between that and the loadouts, there's a lot of customization to this. And then you get into the game and you can actually... Uh, what are they? Battle points that you can spend to upgrade things like... Oh, you take less damage from basic damage. Yeah, you reload faster. You run faster. Yeah, you do more damage to shields and stuff like that. There's a ton of stuff that you can customize your character to do. Oh, yeah, definitely. Which is a really neat mechanic, and I like that. So there, to me, there's, uh, yeah, I like that a lot, a, too. For a game like this, it, it's, it's a lot of replayability for it. Yeah, so talking about that part of it, we didn't touch on that in the gameplay, but like, for example, when I play my uh, frontline character, I like to use the increase to damage to shields. That way, if there's another frontline character, I'm, you know, taking their shields out faster. There's also a ability called Rejuvenate, where any healing done to you will increase by a certain amount. And so whenever you have a healer that's healing you, you actually get a bonus heal off of that when you have that equipped. Um, But you can have up to four of those loadouts um, that you can purchase every time you go back into the spawn point. Um, I guess that would be the difference, you know, Overwatch, you can change your character, whereas this, when you go into the spawn point, you can buy um, augments to help your gameplay out. So, yeah, definitely the... Yeah, I would only pick one augment in the beginning and wait to see what I was playing against before I would buy it. What was your one. go-to on that? Like if I needed the shield. I did a lot of support, so I played a lot of uh, Furia. I think I'm saying that right. I'm yes, probably not. she's an please, awesome character too. Don't tweet me. Um, I liked her a lot, and I liked uh, Lex a lot as my damage guy. So I played the two of them pretty hardcore this week. Um, I liked support classes. I... I if you can make a good support class, I, I I find fun doing that. I played a lot. Of, I played healer in World of Warcraft for way longer than I should ever admit to playing that game, but um, I like that kind of stuff, so I gravitate towards it. And it also I think is a good class to go to if you're trying to learn the game. You know, get mad at the healer who's just trying to heal and hide behind people while you learn maps and stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, and actually, there's a healer in this game. It's um, Genos. And he can actually heal characters through walls. So if you want to, like, you know, hang back and uh, not have to worry about taking damage, you can hide behind the corner and still see all your teammates and heal them through the walls and not have to worry about getting hit. Uh, uh, yeah, that's not my gameplay style. I, if I played support, which I do a lot in Overwatch as well, uh, I picked uh, Grover where, you know, the farther you throw, he has an axe. Where the farther you throw the axe, the more damage it does. Yeah, it's a projectile ability, and you can like just heal all of your uh, anybody that's around you when you if you aim at somebody and you hit the heal ability, anybody around that character gets a heal. So, I I, I played. Yeah, he was my other healer. Yeah, I, I played a much more aggressive style, which probably got me into a little bit of trouble but. he actually has a uh, uh a passive where it heals people over time if they're close enough to him okay i didn't know there was, that was in the game yeah he, he's got that passive and then you've got the, uh, <laughs> the the click to heal you know right away and then his ultimate like heals everybody his, his ultimate's a lot like zenyatta's is which is yeah. my boy Sorry, just gonna point that one out. Sorry. <laughs> By the way, Jeff, if you're listening to this podcast, Zenyatta is a hundred times better than Lucio. Elliot, agree with me on this, so we can Ooh. move on. No, those are fighting words, my friend. Oh, Elliot, you gotta pick a side Ooh. on this one. It's either Zenyatta or Lucio. Ooh. 
Oh man, I'm gonna have to go Lucio, man. I Pushing people only... off with your gun right, is like the coolest the thing ever. Short. That's it. I quit. Oh, <laughs> my gosh. I did gone. it. I did it. I've succeeded in my. I thought Jeff would be the one I'd have Je- Jeff off, will be but... proud. I'll take Cody. <laughs> but no, it's it, there's a lot of similarities. But I mean, at the end of the day, everybody has their own set of abilities and. Everything's very unique when you play this game, and that might have been one of the reasons I struggled with it so much because I haven't played it nearly as much as Overwatch, so I didn't, I haven't spent the time to just like learn the characters inside and out like I have in Overwatch. Yeah, and see, I've played yeah, both of them about game. equally the same amount of time because while you guys were playing Overwatch and I didn't have the game, I was stuck playing Paladins, which I enjoyed. I love playing the game, and I was trying to get you guys to play it with me too. But, you know, for the longest, what was that, like six months I was playing Paladins and you guys were playing Overwatch, and then Jeff finally bought Overwatch for me for Christmas one year, and then I actually was able to play with you guys. Mm-hmm. So, like so I've, I've invested about <laughs> the same amount of time in each game. And, I mean, I love both games equally. But they are different play styles. What's you know they're not the same game whatsoever. Oh, ab- absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, and that's where I'll come out. I'll come straight out and say it that I've I've got a very biased opinion because Overwatch is probably my if not my favorite game, my top three favorite games of all time. All right. Well, do we uh, give it your seal of approval, Cody? Uh, I've got to say no. I've got to say no, just for the simple fact that, like, like I said, and and this comes from a very, very biased opinion, um, from playing so much Overwatch and everything's so clean, everything feels nice, it looks nice. Jumping into Paladins, I just, I, I didn't get that sense of enjoyment out of it like I did with Overwatch, and I was expecting a, a lot of the same, honestly. Um, you know, when you're playing a support character that can, like, I, I, I'm, I played a lot of Zenyatta, so you can dish out the damage, but you can also heal your teammates and save them in crucial situations. I, I, I never had that hero moment where I'm like, man, that was just, that was awesome what I did there. That That's, that's just great. That was cool as hell. I never got that. And... Overwatch lately has become more of a game, like, just because of the meta, it has changed to where a lot where you get rolled or you get rolled. I felt like that was magnifying 20 times in Paladins. So every time I picked it up, it was either our team didn't pick the right team comp or the other team was just better in general, and we got rolled. Or we would pick the... or the, the opposite would happen, and we would get a good team comp, and we would just roll the other team. It's like, okay, well, that happened. That was kind of fun, I guess. Uh, there just there, there was there wasn't that. I, I guess what I'm trying to say is in Overwatch, if you lose a game, sometimes you feel that sting of defeat. It's like, man, that was so close, but you still enjoyed playing, and you have those hero moments where you just you pull off something amazing. I didn't have that in Paladins, and. I didn't like that aspect of it because with a game like this, that's what you're expecting to have. You're expecting to have that one moment. And I played this game for many, many hours, and I never felt that. So ju- just for the simple reason, you don't get that that big sense of accomplishment whether you do something good or something bad. You don't get that really satisfactory, like, yeah, I know I messed up, or yeah, I really played that really well. I just didn't feel that, and for that reason, I gotta, I gotta say no. It doesn't get my seal of approval. All right, Elliot, how about you? Yeah, I'm gonna give this my seal. Uh, I got a lot of hate mail last week about not uh, selecting Shattered Pixel Dungeon, and I decided I'm gonna switch ship and just like everything. No, um, <laughs> good, good man, good man, play to the crowd. Yeah, I just want everyone to like me. I just want to be everyone's friend. Look, look, I, man, look, look, look. You gotta get to where you just say, "If everybody else, I'm gonna do me." Say with your chest, I, Elliot. Say with your chest. Here's what I mean. I, I think Overwatch is a more polished version of this game. Mm-hmm. If you could apply the Blizzard polish 
to this game, I would like this game more. There's more characters to pick from, and I do think there are more unique characters. Um, there's more maps than in Overwatch. There's not as many modes, but that's okay. With the exception of like the deathmatch mode, I love games like this because I love non-deathmatch based games. Um, I think it is missing that little bit of polish um, that does set it a standard below Overwatch, but I had a lot of fun. I This is a game I will be playing when I have free time. Um, I don't know if I will spend money on this game, but I enjoyed it enough that I, I think it would be a lot of fun to play with friends. Um, and I think that's the only thing I was missing this week was like having somebody to play this game with would have sent it way over the top than than just being pretty decent. So I'm giving it my seal, uh, and I'm going to step off my soapbox. And well, Elliot, we can. Uh, I think there's a if we could do a private games, I can send you the code and invite you so we can play together. Yeah, that would be fun. Um, this game. Include me in that, Scott. I appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. No, no. I mean, if you'll if you'll play it with us, you know, that's more you know more people to play with. Now, yeah, or I could just buy Overwatch for Elliot. Yeah. Okay. I have Overwatch on the PC. I'm not an Xbox guy though. I'm a PlayStation. Yeah, guy. and remember, Overwatch has no crossplay. All my friends, man. Yeah. Superior PC master race. Man. Hey, Paladins has get out crossplay. Get out. <laughs> get out. All right, so uh, this game definitely gets my seal of approval. I've been enjoying this game since its inception. Um, because I feel like after you say that, you need to use the Inception theme. <laughs> no. Um... <laughs> <laughs> See, there you go. I did it for you. Uh, but, yeah, um, because I was pretty much stuck playing this game, while all my friends were playing Overwatch and I couldn't play Overwatch because I just I couldn't afford the game at the time. I this game has a very special spot in my heart. Um, I've enjoyed it. I enjoyed learning how to play it. I've enjoyed a lot of learning all the characters that I've played with. Um, it definitely gets my seal of approval. Um, this game it's just one of those that you have to pick up and learn how to play it and master a couple of characters. Once you get to that point, I, I believe that you'll enjoy it as well. So it definitely has my seal of approval. Um, so next week, we are going to be playing A King's Tale. Uh, it's a Final Fantasy 15 prequel. Uh, side-scroller beat-em-up, but it's on a few different systems. So if you want to play that with us, you're more than welcome to enjoy that with us too. Uh, Elliot, you want to tell them where they can listen to you at? Yeah, you can find uh, me and my wife. We do a podcast called Tessa and Elliot Argue. Uh, we find weird news headlines and talk about it and make fun of each other in the process. And we also have a website, TessaElliotArgue.com, where we put uh, all kinds of just random stuff about our really boring life. <laughs> Anything more from you, Cody, or did you already run out? Uh, uh, I've, I do have one more thing to say because I know – if if there are not regular listeners, I am gonna get so much crap for saying like, "Oh, this <laughs> Overwatch fanboy." I I don't care. Play own it. it, own it. Oh, I I I love over. I'm a person who loves Overwatch play more than Paladins. I'm sorry, that's just the way it is. I saw your Widowmaker cosplay. It was pretty good. Oh yeah, with the sexy tights and everything. Yeah. Yeah. Heck yeah. With the two hundred. <laughs> 80-something-odd pounds hanging out. Oh, yeah, it was awesome. Yeah. Um, any, <laughs> anyway, um, you know, it, play what you like. If you try both of these, I, w- I would definitely say you can try both these games. I personally just, I enjoyed Overwatch so much more. and But there are people that are going to enjoy Paladins way more. And I have seen those people, and there's there is a very big fan base for this one. Play what you like. I don't care, so I'm just gonna go ahead and snub the 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 hate mail in the in the back. Which, by the way, if you send your hate mail, please send it to uh, at Budget Arcade or at Butt Biscuits. Please feel free to uh, to say how wrong I am about loving Overwatch more than Paladins. Um, and he means that's on Twitter. But yes, on Twitter. Thank you. Yeah, I'm very bad. I do have this. one more thing. 
<laughs> if I could. I have a, a dear friend who has a podcast. It's called Film Soliloquy. <laughs> um, they review no, all no, kinds no, of movies. Uh, if you could give them a listen, leave them some Facebook, uh, Instagram, Twitter, uh, iTunes reviews, they'd really appreciate it. Really small indie podcasts. They're trying to go places. If you if you do respond to them, just make sure that you uh, include the hashtag Zenyatta better than Lucio. I request that. <laughs> All right. We want to thank you for joining us. Uh, if you're listening on iTunes, we ask that you would leave us a review. Of course, a five-star review would be most pleasant. Um, you can follow us on Twitter at Budget Arcade. From there, you can join our Discord. Also, you can join our Discord from our show notes. Um you can send any hate mail, which Jeff would love to read, at to budget.arcade at gmail.com. Music is by Stimmage, and you can download his music at metroidmetal.com. This has been a Little Gray Boy Podcasting Network production. And till next week, game on. Bye, everybody. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.